I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Finding the perfect developer isn't easy, but at Upwork, we found her. She's in Prague, between the ideal cup of coffee and a truly impressive synthesizer collection. And you can find her right now on Upwork.com. When the world is your workforce, finding the perfect project manager, designer, developer, or whomever you may need tends to fall right into place. Find top-rated talent who can start today on Upwork.com. I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to have a glass of wine or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know next to nothing about the drink we love to quaff, and that unbelievably there will be some types of vino out there we are not acquainted with. As we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to wine and drink along with us, whilst we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdicts if we're going to spit or swallow so if it's gross we drank it so you don't have to it's definitely not just an excuse to drink a bottle of wine on a monday night heaven forbid explain it to you you have to know what you've come to basically yeah, it's um, all about sucking cock yeah so <laughs> if you want to throw yourself into it then come on get on your knees and it's, it's all about and it's live as well yeah. so all we do is suck cock no um <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> so the people who have never listened to it, Lou and, Lou and I um, are the hosts. We invite a fantastic guest. They choose the drink that they want us to drink with them. We chat about drunken stories, and then it culminates in Lou and I deciding whether or not their drink of choice is a spit or a swallow. That pretty much sums it up. Do you think that's fair enough? I think it's fair enough, yes. And invariably, on the podcast in real life, I normally... You, get the, you always get the wrong one. I always get the wrong yeah. drink, because I... <laughs> I um, she cannot be trusted. No, with a shopping I'm list just a bit shoddy girl. on detail. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Sally always goes, well, it's called this. And I go, what colour is it? Oh, it's red. Oh, all right. Although That'll we do. We did find out today, well, basically, I watched Lou doing a little bit of texting and realised how big <laughs> her font is. I had no idea. It's massive. I had no idea that I was using big font. I was like, 
she was like, go away, I use this massive, but I'd seen my friend earlier, and she went, you've got a massive font. Like, I was like, all right, back off, it's mate. It's like two letters per screen. Yeah. Basically I, what she is. I was like, well, God, I'm really struggling to read this. And she's like, that's massive. I was like, it is not, show me in the settings. And then I was like, oh, right up to the top, right up to the top. So which, which made me think that's why she always chooses the wrong drink or Probably. buys the wrong drink, isn't it? But I had she to can't read it. Sally's printed off some notes and then while she wasn't looking, I've had to write the notes up but in large lettering so that I can, I can actually see what we're doing. I hate you. Good. Shall we get our guest on? No, not yet. Oh, OK. All right. Uh, but that, what you need to know is that also that Sally is like the dominatrix of the podcast. The CEO, She's the in charge. Self thank you, girl. Thank Self-appointed CEO. No, it says here, Lou and Sally catch up five mins. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, well, I think... I can't read <laughs> I can't read that. Well, we've already done the large font, you fucker. That's... Uh, <laughs> Did you see how I got it in as well? It was yeah, beautifully no. done, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, God, she'll talk about Costco. She loves Costco. No, we won't. I'll tell, no. you, I'll tell you my new... I know Costco is brilliant, but my new thing, Lou, you already know this, uh, let me tell you this, is the Pret-a-Manger subscription. Twen 20 quid a month. I know. What, Stop you it. pay £20? You get, you get up to five a day, don't you? Five, five a day. Hot drink, any drinks from the menu. Five a day, as long as there's 30 minutes in between you, you can only buy one at a time. <laughs> I don't know how people get fucked. My friend Paul McCaffrey told me about it. He said it's the best deal in England. That's how he, that's how he sold it. And so I thought, oh, I'll have a go on that. And I'm quite overwhelmed. I haven't managed to get five in a day yet. I feel like it's a challenge. I text him and go, I've, I've had a turmeric latte. I've had a, <laughs> a hazelnut frappe. And I've had enough, to Why be honest. You, you must be shitting through the eye of a needle. No, no I'm not. I've, I've, I've got quite a balanced bowel. But you see, what you need to know about Sally also is that she loves a bargain. She loves anything that if you... I mean, the fact that you have to pay for this, you are paying for well, it. No, the first month's free. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so she'll probably dip out of the subscription after a month. But she's signed up to David Lloyd Gyms, yeah, uh, yeah which is like £3,000 a month, yeah. just because oh, we can use the office facilities. Fuck off! <laughs> Can you, where's the Wi-Fi in the sauna? You can't do that, Sally. Have you used the office facilities? No, no of course no. you fucking haven't. But it's tax deductible, isn't it? Because oh it's office, God. it's business. <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway, what have you been doing? Oh, well, I've got my niece staying. My niece is Brazilian, and she's uh, over from Brazil. Thank you. And uh, she was studying in Austria, and then her mum didn't want her back. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Nicholas said, my sister's a scientist, so she's like, oh, no, we, we can't have her back because the state of Brazil at the moment uh, is horrific. And, blah, 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 blah. Um, and Vittoria is now living with me and my gentleman caller. I mean, and he's virile. Uh, but uh, so... <laughs> The poor man is climbing the walls. He's like a worming dog. He's like, <laughs> just well, I get in the living room and he's just rubbing his cock on bits of furniture going, when's she going back? When's she going back? And I'm like, I, d I don't think she fucking is. So, so uh, he's like that, I'll come to London. Have we got a hotel? Like that. Oh, poor Mary. Oh, poor Mary's Mary. going to be... Mary. Gonna, I, I, hope she's, I hope she's awake, Mary. She's not... She's very, very much sealed. I'm going to have to steam it open over oh, a no. kettle. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be a spit or swallow? <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I 
Are we ready for our guest? <laughs> on that note, on the story of my tight flaps, yes, let's <laughs> introduce our guest. Uh, she's a Sally. comedian, she's oh, a writer, she is, she she's is. a hilarious, yes. but just fucking she's brilliant a person. She's a what? A mental. I thought you said she's mental. Well, she she's is a as mental. well, but she's, she's a, a mental. mental. Yeah, she's, she's bloody wonderful. Put your hands together. Welcome to this seat. It's Spill Swallow Podcast. It's Grundy Maguire. Mentor, you are. I actually met used to work because when I was working with the homeless. Oh, okay. and I took used to oh. under my wing. And look how well you're doing. I'm oh, so proud of both of you. Thanks, mate. <laughs> thanks. You taught us how to steal and everything. <laughs> yeah. that's brilliant. Actually, do you know I've done ever so well in the green room? That I didn't realise we're ever so posh here. They've got like like jars of sweets and crisps and shit. So Lou has basically And, and I've helped like got I loads of fucking sweets in my pocket. I've I got breakfast sorted. Oh, God, I've got banana. I've got loads of flapjacks. Does anyone want a sweet? Oh, my God. So you've done ever so well. Can I just say... Sorry, Gronia. Can I just say Lou, Lou said... Oh, Sally loves a bargain. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I've got to pay for this. You pay for your bargains. I know. I, I, said, I had to say to her in the green room, Lou... Don't take them all. <laughs> it's for everybody. It's for other podcasts. Gronya, we've invited you here. You've chosen your wine. We've got it in for you. Tell us what the wine is. Okay, so I was really nervous about picking wine because I felt like as an adult, at this stage of my life, I should have a favourite wine. Mm -hmm. And I felt very put on the spot <laughs> because many years ago, I thought, right, I'm going to pick my wine that I love, and I picked a wine, and I loved it, and I was so proud of myself, I finally have a wine that I like, and I said to my sister, I have a wine, it's this amazing wine, it's called Mateus. Oh. And I felt so glamorous, and then she... <laughs> <laughs> they put that on salads now, don't they? They just sort of mix that with balsamic vinegar or something. I felt so glamorous. I was like, I have my wine. I'm a Mateus girl. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who have we got? The backlash from that made me too scared. I thought, I can't trust my instincts with wine. Mm. So then when you were asking me about wine, my mum likes Sancerre. Mm. But then I felt really bad because I thought, that's very fancy. You can't be going asking for a Sancerre. That's taking the piss. But then... I do have very low standards, so <laughs> my boyfriend was like, you're allowed to ask for a Sancerre, and you encouraged me in this choice, so I've gone for it. Great! Oh, Sancerre. where was it from, Sally? Costco. Because I, w oh, of course it fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> and how much was it? It was about 15 quid, I think. Was it fucking oh. Act as if I wasn't allowed to get it. No, because I'd have, no. I would have got lemonade or something, wouldn't I? <laughs> She'd have got a card that said "Yours sincerely" or something. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that, Lou? Um, no, it was, but but they they always put the price before that at Costco. I don't know why, but they do. So I don't know really how much it was. Shall we pour it? We've got yes. some ice because it's a little bit warm. I'll pour it. You chat. Yeah, all right. So you went with the Sancerre. Yeah. This is a very, um, it's like, is it from the, I'm going to pretend I know about wine now. Is it from the, Sh the Chablis family? It, the, yeah. Just say yes. Yeah. Okay, lovely. <laughs> Great. There you go. There's the knowledge you need about the wine. It's white. The Chablis family, God bless them. They've had a hard lockdown, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> So with me and Sally. Fucking <laughs> hell. I, feel, I almost... Do you know what? I, I can read what it says here, but I okay. almost want Brilliant. Lou to, because it's so <laughs> tiny, the writing. Right, I can read it. I can read 
it. You won't. I can read it. Go on. You can't, can you? It says it's wine. <laughs> and it's um it contains It's what a Sauvignon Blanc. It's a Sauvignon grape. Oh I don't fucking know. It's it's wine, isn't it? Get <laughs> in the glass. It's a Sauvignon That's really cruel. The aroma is typically Sauvignon, very fruity, very fresh in mouth, to be served <laughs> at a temperature from 10 to 12 degrees C, served especially as an aperitif with seafood, crabs, lobsters and goat's cheese. So I, I have crabs. Yeah. Great. <laughs> oh. Gronia's the only woman in the room with pubic hair because it's gone out now, hasn't it, the pubes? Nobody has them anymore. <laughs> Do you remember when you saw my bush and you went, oh, oh it's God. a proper seventies bush? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gwendolyn. We were, we were sharing a flat together in Edinburgh. You just got your fanny out. No, I walked out the shower innocently and you decided to come out your room at the right time. <laughs> and then it was followed out by, by you saying something like, I've got the menopause, my hair's falling out. And it was all pit- It was kind of patchy. <laughs> Wasn't. Yes, it was. It was, it was a seventies. Was there a comb? Was there a comb over? There was a sort of comb over. You could sort of see where she, her jeans had been, sort of like sort of flapped over a bit. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I can't see mine. Mine's. I've got a really fat gunt, so I can't. I had a Brazilian once, but with the way my tummy goes over the top with the belly button and the tits, it just looks like a teddy bear's nose. So I can't. It's, what I'm saying is full bush with crabs. Well done, Gronia. <laughs> Shall we try the drink? I've, yes. I've, I've, I've put ice in it, which will probably ruin it slightly, but it doesn't matter, does it? It's only because it's just not cold enough. You so. put ice in a £15 bottle of wine? I know. <laughs> well, it's that. Now, listen, oh, I'm a Christian, but even I wouldn't do that. Here you go, go on. Is that cold enough for you? Perfect, perfect. Eyes, eyes, eyes. Eyes, eyes, eyes. Cheers, 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 cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers. That smells good. Oh, you've tried it. Oh, look at you pretending you're straight in. Pretend. Fucking hell, it's fifteen pounds. Sniff it first, bitch. I didn't know you were so fancy. Have you ever? It was your face. You're pretending not to have drunk it. You were going. She's never sniffed Mateus before, has she? <laughs> if she would have, she'd have worn it as a cologne. Here we are. I sniffed Mateus when I met him in Spain. Oh. Sorry. Oh. I feel like I'm on a carry-on film sometimes <laughs> when I'm doing this. I'll sniff Mateus when I met him. Mm. Right then, let's have a go. Let's have another go. Um, I reckon it's going to be a bit chewy for you. You have to comment on the wine. Oh, you're allowed, it, to, you're allowed to try it. You're allowed to sip it now. Yeah. I think oh. it looks like fancy like they serve on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah. It's um in it. I like I think I don't think you'll like I think it's a bit Oh she's telling tank. me what I feel now. Yeah. <laughs> I told you she's dominating. <laughs> isn't she though, isn't she? Oh I've got my little finger up. I did that naturally. That's because I'm from Buckinghamshire. <laughs> <laughs> Gronia did send me a link to a difference on Sarah, but it was one I couldn't get, so in I in Costco. So well, no, yeah, it was Morrison's, and I wasn't going to Morrison's. <laughs> look at you. you. Do you know oh. what? You've got a look of Dorian from Birds of a Feather about you tonight. <laughs> Just sitting there like, she's had two sips of wine, and now she's like, do you know what? Oh, fuck it. Oh, I, would, I wasn't going to Morrison's. No. You're a waitro shopper. I mean, it's, it's all right, isn't it? It's kind of... Um, 
it's, it's very, um, what's the word you use for wine tasting? Oaky, is it oaky? No. No, it's not oaky. <laughs> it's, um, it's quite light. I think it's just a nice, li I like when it's, like I don't like sweet. I think it's. I think it's because I think when I was younger, I must have got really drunk on warm, sweet white wine. Mateus. So, Mateus. <laughs> <laughs> and I think in my head that you want dry, sharp, bitter, ice cold. Mm -hmm. That's like the best fancy white wine. You've just described Sally. <laughs> ice cold, bitter, <laughs> and white. <laughs> Loving tonight. Great. That's why Granny and I. That's why we're friends. Yeah. And really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. No, it's all right, isn't it? So what? Well, we don't decide. At the, we don't decide whether we like or not till the end, though, do we? Right. Okay. It's how the, it's how the podcast goes. I'm trying to be goes. really demure tonight. She, who was it that said I wasn't refined? Somebody said I wasn't. Wasn't refined. me. Our I producer said I wasn't refined. Oh, God, she's there. She's there. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Amanda. Sorry, Amanda. What did you say? I said Sally was refined. Yeah, oh. she didn't say you weren't. But you didn't say anything. Mm. Yeah. Enough to re should review we your invoices. Should what? we ask Gronia um, what her training drink was? Yeah, what, what did you learn on? Well, apart from Mateus, oh of course. Oh, my God. So I grew up in the Irish countryside. So the only drinking options were big two-litre bottles of warm Bulmers. What? Bulmers? Bulmers. So oh. you call it Magners, but in Ireland we call it Bulmers. Is it the same thing then? Similar, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's warm, sweet cider. And you get five pound, go into the shop and you will get a big two-litre thing of Bulmers. Then you would tell your parents that you're going camping at the bottom of the field. And then you would also tell the boys who lived on the lane that you were going camping at the bottom of the field. And then just let the universe make its work. <laughs> you just what? went to get fingered. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, buy some bombers and I'll let you finger me. There you go. That's it, isn't it? It was so monkey. It was, oh my God. We used to just drink so much. No, I can't. I still can't drink cider. It just reminds me of waking up in a tent with a hangover. Next to whom? <laughs> <laughs> Next to somebody who's probably my cousin. You know, not well. good. <laughs> <Chin. laughs> Gronia, you've got to take it where you can get it. That's, you know, you're in Ireland. What else is there to do? Yeah, we've got a very small population. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what the Bulmer's gods decide, you know, you have to go along with. So how old were you then, then? So, so in Ireland, you take the pledge oh. when you are 12. 12, yeah, 12. You get, so you, oh yeah, you, so you get your confirmation, right. and as part of your confirmation, that's like the Catholic bar mitzvah. Oh, right. sorry. But like not oh. a lot less dancing. Oh. And you get your pledge, and you pledge that you're not going to drink alcohol till you're 18. Well, that's oh. bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> When I think about it now, how bad is it that you've got all these 12 year olds going, I promise to stay sober for six years. <laughs> and you take the pledge, and because I was like a goody goody two shoes, I was like, I'm not going to drink. I'm special. I'm not going to drink. Don't try and get me drunk, boys. It's not going to work. Because pretty soon I'm going to be in Biker Grove. <laughs> That was my attitude. Fair enough. And then when I was about 15, literally all my friends, there was, it was the social scene was, 
getting drunk while camping, you know? And I was, as then, as I am now, a social butterfly. So I started, yeah. Boomers. It's the camping. camping. It's the it's camping. The yeah, that I find. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the taking the pledge thing, that's bollocks, isn't it? Oh, I promise not to get drunk. But the priest, you can fuck who you like. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. But as long as you're not drunk, fucking hell. We want you to remember it. That's awful. But, do you know, out of all of that, it's the camping that bothers me the most. To, out why, was it, why was it camping, though? Was it because you weren't allowed to stay at each other's houses? Because we lived in the middle of nowhere. You lived in the middle of nowhere, so... lived in the countryside, so the, oh, you, there wasn't, like, pubs you could sneak into. So it was just in fields, and then people... Lads would just get on their little bike and cycle to your house, and you're camping in the back garden, and then they'd, ha then they'd cycle home in the morning. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? I know. I mean, so that's why I would get so envious. This is... All right, this is a side Here story. Here we go. But Strap it. Here we go. Growing up in the countryside, there's nothing to do. Absolutely nothing. And then I would turn on the television, and they'd be like, hey, we're bringing dance classes to inner-city kids. And I'm like, what about fucking country kids? We're so bored. Country dancing? Country dancing. <laughs> yeah. I, did you do country dancing? Yeah. I did. Heel I was and always toe and heel and toe, heel one and two, two three and, and four. I was always the boy. I was always the boy. I've got pictures of me. My mum took me to Sheila the Cut. Who there was Sheila the book and Sheila the Cut. Sheila anyway, news agent Sheila and anyway hairdresser she, hairdresser yeah, Sheila yeah, okay. and Sheila the Cut would always do the same haircut for every kid in the village, which was. Boy, so and that for two pounds fifty, and that and because of that in brownies and at school I was always the boy at country dancing. I've I've got proof. I have photos at home. I will post them. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the camping thing. I don't think I don't know that. Like I mean, I grew up in a village. Village, you see, you would have been like city slickers for me. <laughs> Wow. You had houses stuck next to other houses. Yes, yes. That's like a high rise. Right. Oh, okay. So it was quite urban, really, <laughs> compared to where you were. You were probably in a gang. <laughs> Sally would have been the leader. Look at well, her. I don't know if I was a leader, actually, but I was certainly one of the Cumner girls. You're yes. like... You're no, like Rizzo from... Oh, yeah, you're I Rizzo and I'm the mad one in the Bill Beauty Salon dropout. <laughs> and you're Rizzo. You, been, you were it? Frenchy, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was Rizzo. Yeah. Oh, bless you. So you just got pissed on... Yeah. And you really got the shit. tents up as well. I suppose if you're a country girl, you even on the Bulmers, you would have been able to pitch those tents. Instincts kicks in. Yeah, yeah, you know. You could have been that poor then and, and out the back if you could have afforded a tent. That's true. Well, there you go. Then what are you that moaning was about? We're like Willy Wonka. We're oh. like Charlie from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We get one bit of the tent oh. every year. <laughs> <laughs> one pig. <laughs> two pigs. There you go. So how old were you then? That, that was when you were... 15. 15. So that was your sort of training beginning. I feel like I'm at an AA meeting. It was yes. 15, guys. <laughs> well, hello. Look at the crowd. <laughs> It does feel a bit like that. You Wait. must have advanced from Bulmers then. Yes. Were you allowed out of your tent to go... Well, you've obviously escaped from the field and the tents because you're here. Well done. <laughs> but what, 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 like, when did you try something else? So then when I went to university, Ooh. I was in Dublin, guys. Were you staying oh. in... 
You were staying in a house, were you? <laughs> I was staying oh, in a house next to another house. must have been really weird for yeah. you. Do you know what? Gen- this oh, God, I'll just say it. The very first week I stayed in Dublin, you know what? I couldn't get over my head. Couldn't get, couldn't get this on my head. Any moment, if I want, I could get up and buy a lion bar. <laughs> buy a lion bar. <laughs> Because there was like a garage, a 24-hour garage down the road. And honestly, I couldn't sleep because I just thought I could go get a line bar now if I wanted. <laughs> so my first week at university, <laughs> at about like one in the morning, I put my coat on over my pajamas and go get a line bar from a petrol station. And it was so glamorous. I couldn't believe it. But just the lion bar, nothing else. Nothing else. Not interested in the marathon, look, showing my age. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Just the lie bar. And did you try and get all your like university sh- student friends to camp as well? Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's camp at the end of the night. Uh, then we move. Oh, oh. So then my first year at university, we decided we had Tuesday vodka night. Right? <laughs> we were crazy, guys. Tuesday vodka night. But we had... God, this is getting very dark. We had no television. Oh, my God. <laughs> so did you spend all your money on fucking lion bars? <laughs> yeah. That's why. <laughs> This is all right. We used to, we had no television, so instead we used to get drunk and do the Ouija board. I know! (sighs) Contacting your pals! (laughs) (laughs) And we used to do it so often because it just became normal things like turning EastEnders on. We would like get drunk and be like, let's get the Ouija board out. And it got, we actually got bored of talking to the dead. We were like, I can't be (laughs) arsed. I mean, what, did you run out? Oh, God, who's grandma's next? We ran out of things to talk to them about because we did it so often and we were always really hammered. And the next morning we'd be like, do we remember what any of them said? And nobody could. And then he'd be like, were we happy or sad at the end of the night? I think we were sad. Oh, right. That was it. You were the strangest person I think I've ever met. (laughs) And that... That's hilarious. Yeah. Did you? Who did you contact? Or was it just like grandmas and grands? No, because it was, was just it was just people. Uh, but then we sort of oh I don't know got really weird. Like they actually did start like spelling out like it was proper conversations. L I O N B A R. Petrol station. Petrol station. Twenty four hours. Lion bars all night, all day. <laughs> Do you think I cursed myself? Yes, yes. I fuck, you fucking did. <laughs> you had no telly. You're diabetic from lion bars, and your your mates are swinging a fucking glass around a table, pretending that you're talking to the dead whilst EastEnders is on. <laughs> you might as well have just rung Pat Butcher. What's coming up next? Don't know. Death probably. There you go. Wow. That's it. Did you do anything at uni or did you just sit at home stuffing your face with chocolate and vodka and... So sometime... Oh, 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 I've, oh, oh. I've thought of another story. This is... It's all got really spooky. This is a true... I promise you this is true. I absolutely promise, promise uh, on this, on wine, I promise <laughs> this is true. Okay. So one time go. I was at the, the student bar. Now, this is very important. I was coming back. This is a very important part. I was drunk. I was just starting to get a hangover. Okay, put that in, think of that bit of information, like we're watching Midsummer Murder and there's a celebrity playing quite a small part. (laughs) You think, (laughs) I'm going to keep an eye on you. So my hangover was just about to start, okay? So I get into bed, fall asleep. In the middle of the night, I wake up 
there's a woman, an old woman at the bottom of my bed. Yeah. I put my hand out like this, unfurl my hand towards her. She puts a white disc in the palm of my hand. I put it in the glass of water beside my bed. It fizzes. <laughs> I, I drink it. The next morning I wake up, no, no hangover. Wow. That is a true story. Explain that to me, Richard Dawkins. Well, maybe it was one of your flatmates or um, flat. Oh yeah, it was Alcazelter, of course. No, I was thinking the person that handed it to you. Is that yeah, what I'm supposed to be guessing? Who were they? Was it right? Who did you live with? Okay, so here's the other thing. Oh. The house that we were staying in belonged to an old couple. He was in a nursing home, but his wife had died in the house. Had she? Or was she just hiding in the cellar? <laughs> and she came up and went, oh, that poor girl, she's going to be wretched in the morning. <laughs> Let's give her one of these and I'll go back down. <laughs> there you go. I love that there's probably a really simple explanation to that story. And you've been like... Yeah, yeah. she was a ghost. That's the simple right. explanation. <laughs> because, do you know, when I've met ghosts before, I always go... Do you know what they always have, the dead? Alka-Seltzer, that's yeah. what they always have. They, <laughs> they don't have a message, they just help your head. Yeah. Because they turn a normal glass of water into Ooh. piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sally had a say, we went to Yvette Fielding's house. And uh, oh, I know. know we got invited round. She came on the podcast. She was amazing. She's a dirty cow, and she uh, she invited us round to her house, and we had a séance in the shed, in the shed. <gasps> didn't we? Because it was wood. I oh. so much there. It was wood, so it was a good conductor of noises. Apparently, yeah. The dead, the dead yeah. love a bit of wood. Oh, it was amazing. Spit or swallow. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what do ghosts make of a vet fielding? Do they know? They must know who vet fielding is. They don't speak is. to her. They just give her drugs. They give her <laughs> alka seltzer <laughs> and paracetamol. And go, come on, love. Yeah. I imagine, don't know. imagine if vet fielding turned up in Midsummer Murders, that small <laughs> celebrity part. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying there. No. It was yeah. Wow. She was a ghost. You give me a dirty look, then. What did you, I? Yeah, you went no. I was sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Do you know? No, I'm sorry. Maybe it's my Don't tiny apologize. eyes. Maybe I can't actually see you yeah. because you're you're not you're not a massive font. <laughs> right. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, I'm she's tucking in for more. I am gonna oh. top up, guys. Top up. We're living we our best lives. What's um? What's the most wretched drink you've ever put in your mouth? Potatoes. No. <laughs> Apart from that. I used to know what I loved doing was I used to get every Friday night, I would drink a whole bottle of Mateus and watch Coronation Street. And I was so hammered, it was like watching it in emotional 3D. Oh. I used to get really upset. <laughs> what a what a great night though. <laughs> really? I mean Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. Coronation Street is fantastic already, mm -hmm. isn't it? But with Mateus, it's heightened. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? You have a look of young Deirdre Barlow. Oh. You have. Hasn't she, though? It's the hair, it's the glasses. No, not like that. That's Sonia. <laughs> That's Sonia from East Oh, Ken. No. Oh, Ken. What no. year was this? What, so we know what, what Coronation Street decade this was when you used to drink the Mateus. This was about five, 
five years ago. Oh, oh quite God. recently. Oh, okay. Quite recently. Oh, oh R.I.P. Deirdre. Sorry about that. No. <laughs> Did you mean a younger version with Tracy? Yeah, when Tracy. she was in the seventies. Oh, no, when she had oh, a look long. at you lot, all that murmuring. You all remember Tracy, the daughter, oh, when she God. when she lost her. Do you remember when she lost Tracy? Tracy was in the push. Do you remember that? Oh, Tracy, love. Tracy, oh yeah. <laughs> Where's Tracy? Where's Tracy? Almost like she's here. <laughs> Going upstairs to play What's my records. In it. <laughs> Go get me tapes out. Oh, God, leave us alone. Yeah. I remember the day. I think it was Gail Tilsey said. I can't believe it broke my heart. She went. Oh no, it was Audrey said. Oh. I need to get that definitely, maybe, for our Nick, he loves them. And my heart broke. <laughs> I was like, Nick Tilsey can't like Oasis. They're a cool band I, only I've heard of. Oh, we're in trouble. We're so I'm really transported. Just an, inter an interruption there from Amanda, the producer. Yes, carry on, carry on. I'll just carry on. <laughs> Amanda just told us the Queen died. Huh? Yeah. The Queen died. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, don't. <laughs> sit sit <laughs> down. It. No, she hasn't. <laughs> don't so. from the other side. Did you? Yeah. Was it fizzing? Yeah, no, it's a message from the other side. I think it's it, some old lady with pills in her hands <laughs> has asked me to ask you about Chris Marshall. Who's Chris Marshall? The star of My Family and Murder oh. in Paradise. Oh, Chris Marshall. Yeah, so... Oh, oh my God. Him. So my most embarrassing drunken story... Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city... Summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Involves Chris Marshall. Amazing, already. Okay, so let me take you on a journey to about 2005. I was just a young, a young girl, just had moved to London, fresh off the boat. I was... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Imagine Sierra Ronan in Brooklyn, that same vibe, me in a little headscarf, getting off the ferry, right? So, my first job, I was working... She just with one of those sticks with a hanky full of lion bars. <laughs> I'm not saying... I don't know where to have them into London, but I'm going to keep them with me. Full of lion bars. <laughs> I was making my way in the big city. I know you were, Gronia. Come on, tell us. <laughs> and so, uh, my first job that I got in London, in England, was working at the Amida Theatre. Ooh. No, well, but if you're working, <laughs> all right, Deirdre. <laughs> but if you're working as an usher selling the programs, you're paid like minimum wage, and they only pay you for the hours that you're working. So, like, the play's like two hours, you're there for an hour beforehand. So, it is not the glamorous lifestyle that, uh, that life in the theatre promised me. 
Mm. And I was working with loads of like really posh actors and I was so poor. And I remember one day hearing one of the actors say to the other, my dad is really proud of me because this month like I paid my own rent. Oh God. Oh. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I live off chickpeas. What is this? <laughs> But the one sort of jewel in the whole crown was, if you work for the Amida, because they're all like, we're all normal, we're all part of a family. Hey, you know, the person in the lead is the same as an usher. So at Christmas, there's a big Christmas party and everybody is invited. So that year, there was the hypochondriac starring Chris Marshall. <laughs> and then there's this really good looking Irish guy who was also in the play and also Kerry Mulligan was in it. Oh. And she was like, she wasn't famous then. She just would wander around with like a little shawl looking like she was in Oliver, just like all cheekbones and little, I'm little. Anyway, long story short, we were all at the Christmas party. I had probably eaten just like a handful of chickpea and pastas that day. Free bar, got absolutely hammered. For some reason, I don't know why, went up to the entire cast Uh and told them that I worked for Private Eye, the magazine. I was really good friends at Ian Hislop and just, you know, like some people talk in tongues. I heard myself talking in just bullshit. It's like, I'm really good friends at Ian Hislop. I write for Private Eye. Yeah, he's really nice. La, la, la. So then Chris Marshall starts making eye contact with me because he thinks I'm going to get him on Have I Got News For You? Or maybe he's a nice person. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, then I get drunker and drunker and drunker. Then I start, for some reason having a massive argument with the Irish guy in the play saying that he was betraying his country doing an English accent (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with his Irish accent then Chris Marshall gets involved and I said you can fuck off (laughs) (laughs) I said you can fuck off you think you're funny but you're not funny At that moment, private eye or no private eye, they were like, we think you should leave. Oh, no. So they order a taxi for me. I'm like, fuck you guys. (laughs) Wait till Ian hears about this. I'm Gronya from the countryside. uh, Yeah. So they send, I'm in the taxi, get to my house. I have no money. I try and pay for the taxi with a disc man. So then the driver, the taxi, drives back to the Almeida. No. And Chris Marshall has to come out no. to pay for the taxi. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, man. And like the next day, I'm like, would you like a program? <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream, two fifty. Oh my god! Just to pay oh. for the private eye girls taxi. <laughs> That's hilarious. I thought you were going to say you went home with them and you sucked him off or something like that. That's awful. That's terrible. And genuinely, I was so embarrassed about it for years afterwards. I was like, I just hope he stops being famous. <laughs> and then I don't have to see him because I was so embarrassed. Well, he has now, hasn't he? <laughs> What's he in now? Oh, he's not doing badly. Okay. Uh, we're going to have some embarrassing stories from the audience now. Yes. Oh, Just to make you feel a little bit better about yourself. <laughs> okay. Would you mind? Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Hello, it's Jill. Could we have your name, please? Jill. Hello, Jill. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jill. Thanks for coming. Hello. Jill. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to know? Tell us your embarrassing story. I used to sing at the Limelight Club. There was a gospel choir there, and we would sing 
terrible sort of pop gospel. Mostly it was to a celebrity audience. Ooh. Mm. It was quite fun. I mean, on special occasions, they'd do things like, you know, Christmas or Easter. There'd be some big celebration. So they'd have a big celebrity audience, free bar. So at the end of one of the concerts, I availed myself of the alcohol. <laughs> and I was just about to leave, got into the sort of foyer of the limelight, and I saw Lemmy. I thought, what you do when you see Lemmy is say, Lemmy, sign my tits. <laughs> you do so he had a sharpie on him of course he did <laughs> because he's lemmy so he grabbed my t-shirt pulled it down signed my tits and and that was it and i thought oh right well let me just sign my tits great i better i better just go home now so i poured myself into a taxi and went home i i actually woke up in an armchair i was that drunk and i woke up in the next morning and i thought did that happen was it a dream did i meet lemmy I will find out. And there it was. May! <laughs> That's such a great story. Did and you get it tattooed? Well, I should have done, but being signed in Sharpie, it was almost indelible. And you know how you kind of... Yeah, Just you want to look at a titch of pervert. So... You know that feeling when you're really, really hungover and you just got everything hurts and you try yep. and wash and everything else. I just, just can't be bothered. No. Just, you know, Good for you. Fester in your own stench. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah well done, Jill. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Oh, Jill. Classic. Any more, Amanda? Was there another one, Amanda? Hey. Oh. What's your name? Sorry. Hi. My name's Kay. Hello, Kay. Hello, Kay. <sighs> I was at uni in 2005, maybe, and I uh, we decided to go to the Isle of Wight, me and my friends. We went from Bournemouth, got in a car, just had a really nice day. Um, went to a random pub, made friends with the local weirdos, and then... <laughs> Literally the next day, woke up under a bush with a child next to me saying, Mummy, Mummy, what is that woman doing? <laughs> what? I was just asleep, like having a lovely time, but yeah, hung over from the night before. Oh, I thought you'd stolen a child. So did I. <laughs> so did I. Oh my God, what's she doing with a child in a bush? I didn't have any children, but um, yeah, just a very drunken, uh, ridiculous evening. Okay, did you give the child back? Yes. I gave the child Great. back. They went Great. on their way, and uh, that was it. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, Kay. <laughs> what's the most What's the most embarrassing thing? But I mean, Chris Marshall is quite embarrassing. But I suspect you've probably got more embarrassing stories. Okay, so this. All right, oh here we go. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear the tone? Then beautiful. <laughs> Sit back, Sal, and listen. <laughs> What had happened was... Oh, here we go. <laughs> this, right, there's two people who have a big influence on me. I'm Americans and gay men. Great. Okay. I just want both of them to love me. I don't know why they lead me astray. Mm -hmm. And I was out with my friend, Luke, who is a gay man. And he was like, let's just get drunk on white wine. And I was like, definitely, that's the best idea ever. And then we went out till about three in the morning. And then he was trying to sober me up. And he was like force feeding me rice. And apparently I was just like, bleh, bleh, bleh. 
So then he put me into an Uber home. Apparently, I made the Uber. I wanted the Uber to go around to my boyfriend's house. I'd only we'd only been going out about a year, just under a year at this stage. Uh, and then he wouldn't, so I was like, oh, just pull over. So I got out of the Uber, hailed another taxi down, somehow got into my boyfriend's building. I still don't know how. I did not have a key. Knocked on his door. My little boyfriend of under a year opened up the door, and apparently I said to him, we're going to have to break up. Oh. This is like about three in the morning. We're going to have to break up because you're too boring. Oh. And then I vomited on myself. Great. <laughs> Your boyfriend's not Chris Marshall, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I vomited on myself. <laughs> he had to, like, get me and I had to go into the shower. The work was so bad. And the next day I was like, it's Luke's fault. <laughs> do you, do you, what I take from that story a little bit is the fact is the word Uber. So I think well, it wasn't that long ago, was it? That's what. Ah, yeah. It really, it was so bad. I lost my phone and everything. So the next day he went to work. So I had to communicate with him over a Facebook Messenger. Just oh no, it's so bad. It, I was like, I am. Um, 100% dumped. And then we had to go for a little like, meeting the next day. <laughs> and I felt, oh my God, I was booze, blues, beer, fear. Oh. And he was just like, you know, I just want a nice life. Yeah. I, like, I just want a nice oh. life. You know, I just want to do nice things. And I was like really hungover. And I was like, I want nice things too. Where's the ghost with the Alcacer? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. And you're still with this man? Yeah. Oh, it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Lovely. So, you, oh. Because oh that sounded like he was breaking up with you. Yeah. I just want nice oh, things. He went for a meeting. Yeah. He, I think he enjoyed a little bit of the drama, to be honest. Yeah. And a slight bit of your squirming, I bet, as well. Let's just make her really worry now, oh, shall yeah. we? Oh, good. When you wake up and you're just like, I've got no phone. Mm. It's that, like... No oh, dignity. No, no. dignity. Yeah. And then I kind of had piecemeal flashbacks of what I'd been talking to my friend about, and I couldn't quite remember, but I think I brought up, like, the AIDS crisis. Oh, great. Of course. At some stage. I was like, I think I, think I brought in. up the AIDS crisis. Of course. Great. So, it's always, yeah, a, joy it's always a joyful topic of conversation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> On the dance floor, maybe, <laughs> by then. <laughs> salt and the caramel. Yeah. I don't like things to be too fun. <laughs> I like to grind things. <laughs> and your boyfriend is the boring one. Let's talk about AIDS. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I was on a third date with somebody once and I wet the bed and I blamed him. <laughs> and, and, and he went, yeah, but look at where it is. And I went, I've obviously rolled into it. It's... And, uh, I, I fell asleep on a boyfriend's so mum and dad's sofa once and I weed in my sleep on their sofa on his oh. I know. And I turned the cushions over and left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to though. <laughs> Maybe subconsciously you're like staking your territory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pissing up it. <laughs> in all the corners. <laughs> 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 Little tomcat. <laughs> oh, 
Um, now we we should really assign a drink to our grandnia, shouldn't we? Oh yeah, we do, we, 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 we like do this new thing where we just we decide what cocktail you are. But yeah, we sort of sort of had to think about it before the show. But I'm not sure. If we got I think it right. it's all changed yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. We'll tell you what we decided before. We decided it was going to include Guinness ginger ale and dark rum. I think the name is still good. Do You've you forgotten think so? it, haven't you? No. No, you remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if the ingredients are correct anymore. No. It's got to have Mateus because in it and Bulmers. Yeah, and a lion bar. <laughs> and <laughs> five lion bars and an Alka Seltzer just for that fizz. Yes. Mm. Yes. No, it can't have the Alka Seltzer in it. Mm. It could be like a shot you take afterwards. Oh. Yeah. Like a poor like star martini, but yeah. you down the Alka Seltzer <laughs> after you've had a whizzed up chocolate. Do you think the chocolate goes into the cocktail? What do you think? Well, yeah. You know, yeah. we had we had George Egg on once and he whizzed up some chocolate. He he whizzed up a Magnus, not a Magnus. It was a Magnum. Magnum, Magnum ice yeah. cream. With vodka. Oh, it was fucking delightful. Mm, yeah. With booze. So if we chopped up some lion bars, we could put um, some disarrano in it. could be like an umbrella. It. You just could just have it in the cocktail. An umbre- You're not an umbrella girl. <laughs> no. A you don't get peg. to choose We'd this, have a tent Gronia. peg in it to mix it up. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and just look What's at in it then? Matei? Shame. Yes. <laughs> Mateus, Mateus Bulmers. No, we can't do that. Um, it's gotta be, it's surely got to be drinkable. It can't just be disgusting. Look at her. She'd have anything. I just mean, <laughs> you can. You, we're allowed to. We're allowed to suspend reality <laughs> and have, or we could just drink it. Um, Mateus Bulmers and Lion Bar. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Gronya. Yeah. That's the worst one we've ever made. <laughs> It's called a grainy days. <laughs> yeah. That was Louie that came up with that Thank title. You. I might Thank add. you. Yeah. Thank you. There's a bar, can I just tell you, there's a bar in Brazil. Have I told you that my sister lives in Brazil? Very <laughs> proud. And uh, that she lives in a town called Campinas, which really makes me laugh. <laughs> and Nicola doesn't f- understand why I find it funny. She's <laughs> that's the scientist for you. <laughs> But there's a there's a bar in Br- in the town that she lives called Gronias, but the Brazilians oh, of course they're bloody is. an Irish You're bar fucking everywhere in Brazil I'm in Campinas yeah but they call it Grainies so <laughs> <laughs> the Grainy days you haven't you in it Grainy was like that. Irish bars everywhere. It's so annoying. You just think, oh, this will be so exotic and brilliant. Oh great, there's Paddy O'Reilly's around the corner. <laughs> Be proud of your heritage. What was it you were saying to that poor bloke in that show in the West End that he was a mockery because he was doing an English yeah. accent? Yeah. yeah. Don't diss your roots, bitch. Don't diss them. When Pierce Brosnan does an English accent, I throw stuff at the screen. Is he Irish? He's from the same town as he me. Fuck off, he's not. Pierce he doesn't Brosnan. sing in an Irish accent. He doesn't. S- Am You're I thinking of the way he one? dances? With his, his arms right beside his yes. torso. Yes. And it's like yes. one of them yes. nodding away. dolls you get in like yeah. London yes. tourist shops. Yeah. Is he Irish? He's from Narbonne. Where? It's all because he's got this mid-Atlantic accent. In the but if you side. say like, so he's like, I'm Pierce Brosnan and I love being Bond and I'm from Narbonne. Oh, he says it properly. He <laughs> yeah. says it properly, yes. Did you go camping with him? Yeah. 
Oh, can you imagine? Like, oh, write that fan fiction. If anybody here is literally inclined, <laughs> erotic fan fiction, but me and Pierce Brosnan can't play. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Bulmers. Oh. oh, telling him about the I lion like my bars. Bulmers shaken but warm. <laughs> <laughs> On your grainy days, Maguire. <laughs> Have you got any more drunk stories for us? I had like a lost weekend in Edinburgh. Great. But I just went missing for three days. <laughs> I just so went missing for three days because my birthday is right slap bang. My birthday is the 15th of August. Right. She was right in the middle of the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, 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 this is good. Right. So my birthday, middle of Edinburgh. Right. So a few years back. I was like, it's my birthday, so I'm going to get drunk. So I was on it from about 12 o'clock. And then I was supposed to go to the pub to meet all my friends. And earlier on, I'd been saying, I've never had a surprise party. I've always wanted a surprise party. Then that evening, I was absolutely hammered. By the way, you've not lived until you've gone to Jenner's department store, gone to the beauty department, and you're fucking hammered. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's lovely. Oh, yeah, that mascara is so nice. I'm going to buy that mascara. It's so nice. Can so I, I went around, absolutely hammered, just bought all this stuff. Can I just ruin this, though? Jenna's is now closed down. Oh, right. no, has yeah. it? Yeah. Sorry about Capitalism now. survives. Okay. Other <laughs> department stores are available. So I was absolutely hammered, day drunk, right? Living my best life. And then I went to the pub for my birthday. Nobody's there. No, nobody's <gasps> there. And I'm thinking those sneaky little pups. As earlier on, I said I wanted a surprise birthday party. Oh, no. So I was like, oh my God, literally to a half empty pub, you can come out now. No. I'm here. I'm here. You can come out now. I like looked behind the curtains, combined them and looked behind the chairs, looked underneath the chairs. Genuinely, I think locals in the pub thought this was like an immersive one woman play. <laughs> That they were watching about mental illness. Because <laughs> I, I was like, this is, the, this is amazing. I can't believe they've organized a surprise party for me. And then after about 15 minutes of staggering around just a bar in Edinburgh, I realized that I was in the wrong pub. No! <laughs> I was just in the wrong pub. <laughs> Did you find them? They just were next door. Oh. So I just went next door and they were just all like outside, be like, oh, she's here. On the oh, <laughs> and I was like, ta da! <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> I organised my own 20th birthday party. Oh, no, this is going to be sad, isn't it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> got it. Because I wanted a surprise party. Oh. So I, I got. <laughs> I got, I was like, I got everybody, everybody had a role, and like you, and then I have to pretend that I don't know this is happening, right? <laughs> what a fucking twat. And then, um, and then uh, we went to my friend's flat, and she said, don't worry, I'm going to do a surprise buffet. And do you know, all she made was a casserole, which, ah, uh, was chicken and banana. <laughs> and it was covered in crisps. That's a hate crime. I know. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. She could have just given you the chicken and then and the banana like separately. She had weird eating habits. <laughs> no. But she just picked all the crisps off. She went, oh, I'm not eating that. I thought, you <laughs> fucking made it. It's my birthday present. It was awful. What a strange thing to do. Now, should we assign a cocktail to Jill and Kay? Jill, who had her tits painted by Lemmy. Oh. She's, oh she's, yeah, oh, she's here we this. go. Here we go. 
Oh. <laughs> There's some cream in it, for sure. Oh, it'll be... Ooh, lemmy... Lemmy jelly? Lemmy jelly? Lemmy... Lemmy... Lemmy Lemmy taste your milkshake. <laughs> no, that's not right, is it? Lemmy... It's got to have lemmy Can in it. Can I just it. say, I genuinely, from most of your story, thought you were referring to the poet Lemmy Sisnak. <laughs> and I was like, he is good, but I wouldn't get him to sign my tits. I, I, I have no idea who that is. The only poet I know is Pam Ayres. Has Pam Ayres signed your tits? We should have said it's Lemmy from Motorhead that you met, isn't it? Yes, Lemmy from Motorhead. R.I.P. Lemmy Aid. Lemmy Aid. Let me have him. Did you? <laughs> What's in it, though? What's in the lemon? Milk. Milk. <laughs> Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. But like a white Russian. Like a white Russian, but with Jack Daniels. <laughs> do you think? Jill, do your tits squirt booze? That's all we need to know. Because if they do, well, A, I'm not a lesbian, but I've had a crack on them. But if they do... Oh, that was Bernard Manning going, oh, that was the spirit of Bernard Manning. There's women on stage, what the fuck are they doing? Um, <laughs> what's K's then? Have we, have we, have yeah, we completed? Yeah. We've completed yeah, that. Yeah, Jill's completed. Kay, well, Kay stole a child. It's going to get a bit dark. <laughs> oh. Just carried away by Kay and her child catcher ways. <laughs> Gronya, grainy, grainy, Gronya, Gronya, grainy. Gronya West. Gren oh. <laughs> it's only taken an hour and 15. <laughs> So let's imagine you've got a spittoon in front of you, Grainy Gronia, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and it's got all the shrapnel from uh, years from somebody's boozeroos, right? And it's got everything in it. Okay, whose spittoon would you drink? Oh my god! <laughs> what, but what? Why am I drinking their spittoon? Shut up. Don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gun to your head, Gronia. I would drink. Nigella Lawson's. Oh! Yeah. Would you? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. straight off, straight off. I just think she's posh. Yes. So it'll be nice wine. She mm. eats really well. Mm. So it'll be like, there'll be like asparagus or whatever in it. <laughs> For example. Because you're always thinking about your vegetable intake, aren't yeah. you, when you're yeah. drinking the shrapnel from somebody else's gob? She right. looks quite clean, doesn't she? No, she I don't think oh, so. Oh, I do. I think she needs a wash. I look at her and I go, you're mucky. No, I do. She might I be do. No, no, what I mean, she might be mucky, but she looks washed. No. <laughs> no? No. I think she smells of chips. You know, I know. I'm sure she's lovely, but no. you know, she does. She spends all her time cooking and that. When does she have time to wash and do her laundry? <laughs> she doesn't. She's always like the macrowava and all of that bollocks. <laughs> she smells her chips and she's mucky. She might call it the spittoone. 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 Yeah. Oh, oh no, and then I'm she'd with be like, Oh, that's hilarious what you did. Ha ha ha. Come round and yeah, we're having lasagna. Yeah, posh people are dirty. I can say that because there's no one posh in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Nigella you, Gronia. Lawson. I'm with her. Sorry. I'd, Are I'd, you? Yeah, I'd have that. I'd have Nigella. Who would have Nigella's? Me. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Would you? Oh, I love butter. Oh, yes. Oh, there'd be butter in there as well. Lovely. Look at you stroking your I hair know, in a sexual way. way. Oh. 
this is what happens at the end of this podcast. We decide if this is a spit or a swallow. When we remember. When we remember to decide is Grania Maguire's drink of choice, the Sancerre from France, 2019, this one is. Is it a spit or a swallow? Louise, over to you. She's on. The thing is, the thing is, it's a swallow from me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I don't think I would have swallowed it. Um, It would have been a swallow had I not found out it was £15. But now I've gone, ooh, I'm really posh. I'm definitely swallowing that since it's £15. I didn't think you you would say a swallow, though. It's not your... I just didn't... I thought, no, it's not our sort of wine, is it? I've had a lot to drink today. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. (laughs) I've seen you. (laughs) It's always a swallow for me. I love a sancerre. She says as if she knows what she's talking about. I do love a white wine, though. You know me. Grania Maguire is two swallows. You go... We should have, like, um, on... Top Gear, shouldn't we? You know, like Jeremy the Clarkson. We should have that. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like it's X Factor. It oh, feels very yes. X Factor. So I'm going to answer it in the style of Louis Walsh. Go on then. Go on then. Oh my God, this is amazing. The thing is, guys, we need a new white wine. We need a new white wine. You guys are giving us exactly what white. You remind me of a young Lenny Henry. <laughs> guys. It's a swallow from me. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. For, that's great. That, that's, yeah. that will be the end of the podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Gronia, so much for being Please our guest. Please give Gronia And also, thank you so much for coming. Oh, and also, I forgot to say this. Gronia, pl- anything you need to plug. Oh, yes. So I'm sorry. Oh, you just snorted it. <laughs> Oh, this wine's really good. Snorting with excitement about... I'm starting a new podcast. Yeah. Do we love, like, all celebrity couples? Yeah. Oh, like Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck getting back together. Give me life. So we've got a... I'm starting a new podcast called The Way We Were, where comedians come on and talk about the celebrity couple from the past they're still obsessed with. So have a look out for it. It's called The Way We Were. Brilliant. And a brilliant title. Brilliant title for a podcast. And they're back together, aren't they, J-Lo and Ben Affleck? I know, I know. So thank you for coming as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming. Uh, Can we just say thank you to Amanda and to all the staff here. Um, uh, You've been amazing. Thank you you so so much. much. Thank you. We'll leave the stage now. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with what you thought about the wines that we've tried or recommendations of your own, or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we're at at Lou and Sally. Facebook is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the number 34, at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast. Thanks to Audio Boom for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye! Bye. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. 
But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Picture this. You're fully immersed in your podcast because in the back of your mind, you're not trying to recall when that deadline was supposed to be or stressing to keep everyone updated on next steps. MeetMonday.com, a work management platform that makes having peace of mind easy. With Monday.com, all your work lives in one centralized place. You can automate updates to keep team members up to speed and ensure nothing falls through the cracks, even while you're enjoying your favorite podcast. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own, or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to ACAST for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye.